Can we change subjects? Yeah, right, right away. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the Isaac Rebecca principle. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, this is uh, dealing in the area of dating, courting. We live in a different a different age, a different world today. Oh, buddy. Dating is a completely different animal because of this mechanism right here and the yes. apps that people use to, yep. to to get dates. They 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 swipe left and right and those that means okay, we're gonna hook up. Yeah, that's right. That's what dating's about today. But in the kingdom of God it's a different thing. Yes. And so the Rebecca Isaac principle it's kind of like the thing that uh, I, 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 I experienced it in my life. And so I was not looking, but God chose to bring someone to me. So tell me a little bit about the Rebecca. You just did. I know it. <laughs> that is, therein lies the real truth to that. You don't date. You don't go looking for them. You don't go to the nightclubs. You don't go to wherever you go to. You and a lot of these churches have it where you can hook up. You know, I mean, they do. And these are just uh, spiritual nightclubs, singles ministries, <clears throat> singles ministries, all that. And the Isaac Rebecca principle. First of all, we got to go back and forget church. Okay, got to forget church, church entity, and religion. Those three words won't work on. None of those are the filter systems by which I read the Bible. Okay. So when I read the Bible, you've got to go back to the kingdom. When you go back to the kingdom, I'll say in the kingdom of God, there are, there are constitutional laws been written on our hearts okay. that came from heaven. And when it comes from heaven, how does it function and operate on the earth? Thy will be done on the earth just like we do it in heaven, Randy. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, Jesus, how does it, how does it happen? And from the beginning of Adam, from the beginning of one, the first male, God made the woman and brought her to him Mm -hmm. from the very beginning. And the body of Christ uh, is now the bride of Christ, Mm -hmm. and God sent Christ, and God birthed that whole thing and brought it to his son. And his son came down and gave his life for the bride. We give our life for our wives. <clears throat> As it said, And he got, Christ gave himself. But the Isaac Rebecca now, is a, it shows you that principle. Mm-hmm. It's the allegory that we have in Scripture of the, 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 the kingdom way. The kingdom way of doing it. Isaac had nothing to do with it. Now, you had mm-hmm. that experience. I, I had, did, yeah. I go to Arlington, Texas. I am definitely not looking for a wife. I'm involved in the kingdom of God. I'm involved in the ministry. And I see this woman. And I immediately say, oh, oh my gosh, what is that? First time I've ever experienced that in my life. And, I, and I've never, I've, now, by the way, when I grew up in high school and also I was, uh, uh, when I went to California, I was 17, so 17, 18, 19, before I got born again. Man, I was dating girls, and I had the same concept of how to do it. There was a place in Long Beach, California, down we call it At the Circle. And At the Circle was called Cinnamon Cinder. And it was a big teenage nightclub where you they have live bands, and we go down every weekend and dance and dance with the girls and mm-hmm. take them out and start dating. That was the setup. Mm-hmm. Then you come into Christ, and his, his cultural thinking is entirely different than American culture. And then he, said, he shows you, let me show you the principle, show you the, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Let me show mm-hmm. you right now how mm-hmm. we function. <clears throat> and so what happens, he, you have this, I met Gloria Lee, and I wasn't looking, I wasn't dating and all that, and there it was. I married her, and I didn't want to. My flesh did not want to marry her. 
When she dies after that, I go to South Africa, and I'm sitting on the front row. And I don't know if I've told the story, but uh, now I've had a first encounter with Isaac Rebecca Principal, and I know how it works. Now, let me tell you the principle, then I'll take you back to the story. The principle was <clears throat> the Father, Heavenly Father, chose his servant, the Holy Spirit, to go out and choose a wife for his son. Isaac went nowhere. He had no choice about it. He wasn't, It wasn't a part of him. So today, that shows us the Heavenly Father sends the Holy Spirit out and brings a woman to your life. Now, you may go, like I did, I went to South Africa, but he brought her to me. Mm -hmm. And wherever you may go, he will bring her to you. you. In other words, you will be aware of her, but not in the flesh. <clears throat> I was at... Uh, uh, a prime example. Now, I'll go ahead. I don't mind opening my heart to to my own life. I meet this girl. I was uh, 18 years of age when I went to California. I mean, I, I, I left after high school from Hartford, Arkansas. I was a little over 16 and a half, and I, now I'm in California. I meet this girl at Knossberry Farm, and kind of back up for a moment and say, I was born in a little small town, about a little over 500 and something people okay. grew up there. There was 200 in our school, not in our class. From first grade to twelfth, there's two hundred. There was nineteen in my uh, my class, and uh, two of them failed, so only seventeen graduated. So you're looking at said all that. You're looking at the uh, the pool. The pool is what I was looking for. Okay. Looking at the pool. Okay, there are seventeen. Let's break it down into halves. There are seven or eight females in my class. Mm -hmm. Four of them are just supernaturally ugly. So now that, we're talking about a teenage boy, right? Great. So it's all about the flesh. Mm. It's, uh, so you don't choose. In, in the natural, the law is uh, body, soul, and spirit. In that order. In that order. Mm -hmm. In that order. And maybe spirit. Mm -hmm. Not really interested if you go to church or not, if you're religious or not. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're Catholic or Protestant. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. Let's go have sex. Mm -hmm. And then in the spirit world, it's spirit, soul, and body in that order. Mm -hmm. So I'm 16, 17. I've been dating girls. It's all about the flesh. You're picking them out from how they look, their body, the way they're built, the way they look, all that. And I had a real good friend of mine, which you know, I think I may have told you a story, but he, uh, he had a little sports car, little convertible mm. sports car. Remember the story? Mm -hmm. And he said, this girl was so hot and so beautiful. I pick her up. I already told the story, but it's worth it again. But I picked her up, and he said, I take off and think, man, I am so lucky to have someone as hot as this. And he said, until she opened her mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he turned around, you turned, and literally took her back to the curb and set her, told me to get out right where he picked her up and took off. <laughs> so that can be a real problem today. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of these beautiful women, if they just keep right. their mouth shut, they'd right. be beautiful. Right. But so anyway, so I, I see this girl at Knott's Berry Farm. I'm with two of my brothers, uh, buddies now from Hartford. They're, they're twins, and uh, they're Italians, and, and uh, which uh, doesn't matter. I started to give their name, but no, I'm not. But anyway, they're, they're wonderful. Known them all, all ever since, like I said, we grew up together. <clears throat> they're one grade ahead of me. Mm. And I turned to both of them, and I said, check this out. And I said, I'm going to make sure, and I'm I'm not going to say anything else, mm -hmm. but I'll make sure I, I'm going to spend some time with her. And that's not what I said. Mm -hmm. So the flesh. And I, so I go over to her, just put my arm around her, and she looks at me and I said, give me a few moments. I'd like to take you around to Knott's Farm. You Farm. She lives there. 
and this little redneck hillbilly going, <laughs> I've never been there. She said, you're going, and she had two or three friends with her, mm-hmm. and she says, you're going to show me around Nosbury Farms. I sure am. She said, have you ever been here before? No, ma'am, but it won't take me long to get you around. <laughs> and she just let, and that was it. We started dating. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an Ishmael. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're going to deal with the Isaac, Rebecca, right. we've got to deal with Ishmael. Born of the flesh. Born of the flesh. Yeah. Randy Shankle, right. the firstborn. Right. And so here's the deal. An Ishmael is easy to get and hard to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't long the wish I wish I was out of that relationship. <laughs> and that's the truth. Yeah. Because but you can't because you chose it. Right. Now you gotta live with it. Right. So a lot of Ishmaels and when we deal with Ish- Ishmaels born of the flesh. So so <clears throat> really, um when you, when you, it, the reason I wanted to bring up the subject it because uh, um it's very important that you uh, let God be involved in who you're going to live your life with. Yes. Because if you just uh, go out and pick somebody yourself because of how they look, it may be a very, very tough life. It, it will be. And it an Ishmael, something that's born out of the flesh. It wasn't born out of the spirit. And uh, it's going to bring a lot of grief to your life. And a lot of it's it's. I don't. I mean, possibly, if if um, both people are willing to go through all the counseling and yeah, and, yeah. and all that stuff, maybe they can survive their lives together. And yeah. they do. Some people just have that have that um, willingness to suffer through life. My mom and dad did. Right. They never kissed each other. They never held hands. They never. I never heard them say they loved each other. My brother and I were shocked. The mm-hmm. first time they kissed was my dad was in the hospital. This was at his end, end of his days. And he was really dying, not doing good. And he, she reached over and kissed him on the lips. But she kissed him like a mother lip. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mother kiss. Mm-hmm. And we never saw any of that. So they lived miserably. Mm. They lived miserably. And I, I, won't, I don't mind telling you, this was the principle. This was the law. Now, remember, we live by constitutional laws that's mm-hmm. in us, right? Mm-hmm. Rather, yes. Wherever we got them, doesn't matter. Right. My daddy said this to me and my brother when we were young men. Here's what you do, son. You enjoy the world, and you enjoy all you can get out of it and go to the nightclubs and go out with these girls. But when you get ready to date, I mean, get ready to marry, go to church. That was the law of marriage to him. <laughs> and so what he did was a rowdy, rebellious man right. spent his life gambling, drinking, uh, partying, and he decided to get married. So he went and got a little girl from the church, and they lived miserably ever, happy, uh, ever after because they were unequally yoked together. Mm. Now, if you go to the Ishmael, let me tell you, let mm-hmm. me show you the, the law, the constitutional law of Ishmael. Romans says Abraham had two sons, bond woman, free woman. And everything you choose, it's not just the mate. We'll get into Isaac, Rebecca mm-hmm. in just a moment. But Ishmael is everything that you choose right. for yourself is right. going to bring you into bondage. You can get your own car. You can get your own house. You can go live where you want to live. You can get the job you want. You can li- go to the city you want. Mm-hmm. The human being has the right. I have the right. The law of the human being is I have the right to me. That's his law. It's it's almost a gamble the way I look at it now because I understand what you're saying. It, it, it's, it's something that you're going to make a decision and you're going to do it, and it's birthed by your flesh. And then you as a Christian ask God to bless the Ishmael. That's, that's exactly right. You that's ask why him to said, bless it. That's why he said knowing this, this understanding, this principle, and still doing it, it's yeah. a gamble. It's a gamble. Will he? Two, three weeks ago, I said, Chris, I really need to buy a lawnmower. 
I'd like to buy a lawnmower. Now, I'm talking about buying cars can be Ishmael's. Don't right. tell me. Right. Don't tell me people haven't bought one they wish they got rid of. It was bondage. Anything you do in Ishmael is going to bring bondage to you. Some people refer to it, they call it a lemon. Yeah, and it's just an Ishmael. Right, it's an Ishmael. It's a born of your flesh. You walked on the lot, ooh, I got to have that. Well, you're going to get it. You know, just briefly, why why is it referred to as an Ishmael? Just for people who are wondering, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, by principle. Ishmael was born of the human ability, human flesh. Through uh, Abraham's and, and, son, and Hagar, Hagar, yeah. which was the handmaiden of Sarah. That's right. It was not the intention that God it had. It was not. What, when God said, I'm going to give you a son, yes. Abraham figured out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, let me take you in the Romans and what it says there, and I'm going to say it like, like the first from the Ishmael perspective. Now, Ishmael, I'm not talking about some human being out of no, uh, out of no, Jerusalem. No. I'm talking, even though that is true, there's a, a true lineage. It's a principle, and Romans says that what God has promised, I will perform. That's what we think. Mm-hmm. And God promised me a car, and I'm going to go get me one. <laughs> and God's promised me a wife, and I'm going to go get me one. So you have that right; it's your human right. But if you will deny yourself, mm-hmm. then what God's promised, He will perform. Mm-hmm. And He promised you that He would give you houses, homes, and lands, and wives and children. You don't have to perform it. You don't have to do it. That's the Ishmael principle. So we go. I, I'm thinking two, three weeks ago, Chris. I need to go buy a lawnmower, and. Uh, <clears throat> I'm paying to have it done, but now I'm doing my backyard in such a way you can't hardly get a, a lawnmower through it because it's just plants and, and wood decks and beautiful stuff and waterfalls and all that. And so Crystal reads to me today, Randy, this guy's selling this lawnmower and out of uh, uh, right out here out of Longview. Uh, what's that little town right up north of us? D starts with a D. D- Dangerfield. No, before you get to Diana. That, Diana. And he's got this push lawnmower, which i got to have. It. The mm-hmm. riding one won't go through. Mm-hmm. So I, I said, and he's going to sell it for $150. Only been used five times. Mm-hmm. So I said, I appreciate oh, man, thanks, Crystal. Call him and see if you still got it. She calls, yeah, still got it. And what would you like me to do? So I'll get back to you. Then she shows me another one. It's a beautiful little riding lawnmower. And uh, he was want, he's wanting 400 for it. And he's it's a, it's totally brand new he just does he's an older man so he just throws it out there i said well i could get both of those uh that's 550 dollars and uh so i said i'll be right back darling i didn't tell her. i go up and i went to prayer and i do ureman to me and i said jesus i do not have the right to myself and what i do not want I didn't know we were going to talk about this mm-hmm, tonight. I didn't know that. And by the way, just to let you know, I have never any idea what we're going to talk about. Right. I'll leave that to Joe. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't give me notes, and we don't go over this. I want you to know that so Christ can speak from his own word. But I laid out and said, Jesus, Ureman to me, I don't need an Ishmael. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't matter if I had a million dollars. I'm not going to buy this if it's an Ishmael. If I'm, if you've got something else for me, you're going to supply my need. You're going to give me what I need. I know that by your nature that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting a lawnmower and you have no problem blessing me with one, mm. but I want you to perform it because I don't want it, I don't want an Ishmael. Next thing I know, I start mowing and then I've got to get a new engine, a new piston. And right. Here we go with the, with the bondage. Right. And then you wind up hating the things. Paying for it. You're paying for it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now by a principle of Ishmael, it's easy to get it and hard to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And if you marry an Ishmael woman, Mm -hmm. if you marry a woman out of your flesh, Mm -hmm. and she marries you because of your flesh, how you look or whatever, or your personality, and she's so, you know, 
entrapped by you and mm-hmm. so enamored by it and all that, boy, you, you're going to have a tough marriage because that won't last long. Mm-hmm. I'll, give you, I'll give you a little off-the-cuff um, research of psychology, just a little psych- okay. simple psychology. It's been a research for many years of 100 different type of psychological, I mean, psychology areas doing a certain research on one thing, and here's what they found out. Marriages, only they have emotional love for only two years, give or take. And at that point, that emotional love is over with. Well, emotion is a Latin word, and Latin word comes from the two words e and motion. And it, the Latin word emotion means to set something in motion. Hmm. And after two years, it's no longer set in motion. <laughs> wow. And they can't figure out why there's no affection, where there's no holding hands, why there's no arm around one another, why they don't kiss anymore, because the emotional aspect of it is gone. Well, that emotion comes into the word feelings, and feeling comes into temperament. Mm-hmm. What has happened is, I would use the term, the jets have cooled. The temperament has went from red to blue. And what causes that? Well, it can be a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of, of uh, criticism, a lot of fault finding, uh, a lot of blaming. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in a marriage, but every one of those are extinguishers. And they take the fire of the temperament. Temperature, take your temperature, 104, 98.6, whatever it is. And it begins to cool the temperature of that individual, and their temperament cools down to where eventually they're frigid. Hmm. cold, indifferent, mm-hmm. and that takes place in a marriage. So hmm. said all that to say that's a part of that, again, temperament that has to be saved. Hmm. There's the way to rekindle the flame right. okay. and bring that back up to hot. Right. And I've experienced that with Gloria, and I've experienced it with Crystal. Hmm. I know how to do that in a marriage. I've shared it with Crystal. We ma- we major on it. We can You can keep that fire going. Hmm. So... The issue is that now on this eyes of Rebecca, so he sends out, Abraham sends a servant out. Now, here's what I love about this woman, he, uh, uh, Rebecca. He sends this uh, woman, uh, uh, his servant out, and he tells him how he's going to do this with this servant. If you, here's how it happened. You're going to meet this woman, and here's what's going to happen. And it's going to be at the well, and then you're going to ask to meet her family, and then you're going to tell her what's going to happen. The the fabulous thing that I just adored about Rebecca, and I experienced that with Gloria Lee, and I experienced it with Crystal, both of them. And that was, they told she told Rebecca, uh, tell, tell your dad that God has chosen you to marry Isaac and that you will be going back with me. And then God, and then uh, Abraham's servant said, before I go, what if she chooses not to go with me? He said, then you're, you're released from, the, from this uh, agreement. You're, you're no longer bound to it. So he goes, he tells, and Rebecca was ready to leave that night. Mm-hmm. Now, that's profound. Yeah. A stranger. Right. First of all, I haven't seen my husband. I haven't yeah. met him, and I'm ready to, I'm ready to go now. Because yeah. what was the difference was she believed it was God. She made that clear. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say something here. Mm. In a mind renewal that will save your life from a bad marriage, from divorce, and then from remarriage. <clears throat> And Christians doing it all the time now. Over 58% of Christians are now divorcing on a perpetual basis. And here's the reason is they don't have faith toward God. I have to accept this. I had to say this to myself. Could God, could God choose better for me than I could choose for myself? Unsight, unseen, no date, nothing, not having matter. Could he choose for me? What is better than I could choose for myself? 
Well, when you have already chosen your Ishmael, mm -hmm. you have a little bit more confidence that he right. would do better than you did. Right. <laughs> and it's trust. I mean, it, it truly is trust. You either trust him or you don't. You don't. You have faith or she, you don't. She had faith in God that he had told her, I've chosen this man for you. Mm -hmm. How could that be a problem? Mm -hmm. So she goes back. And, and, and Isaac doesn't know this is going on. Does not know a thing. I believe doesn't know a there thing. was another thing involved there. I think it was, um, was it not that Abraham, his thought, thinking was, I don't want Isaac to marry someone he, from this place. Yes, yes. He, wanted, he, he definitely wanted to get someone from another place yeah. and bring her here. The, the metaphorical reality, the word that hits, he says, from your father's house. That's what it was. That was the revelation of don't go in the cosmos mm -hmm. and go to the nightclubs right. and the little stuff. No, go to the father's house. Mm -hmm. And so what happens, you've got to find those to be not unequally, unequally yoked together with yeah. unbelievers. You've got to go and believer to believer. Mm -hmm. Now, may I just say, since the Marismos has mm -hmm. been rotting me a little deeper than just that, let me say that it's very difficult for a Pentecostal to mm -hmm. marry a Baptist or a Lutheran to marry a word of faith or the word of faith to marry an unbelieving Christian. Mm -hmm. You follow me? Right. Uh, it's torment. Yes, yes. And, when, and, and, and uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, I wanted to ask this. Um, if, 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 you're in, if you're in fact talking to somebody that's a couple and one of them is a Baptist and one of them is a you know, fire-breathing, charismatic Pentecostal. Yeah. Uh, is it is it incumbent for you to say this is something you really need to take into account that you are unequally yoked and and because the world thinking is well, love covers everything. Love, right. we, you're so in love, right. it don't yeah. matter for two years. Right, as long as that emotion, lives. as long as that, and, and when that emotion is gone, that religion is going to be vital in the war. And the war begins. It's a religious war. It's mm -hmm. a definitely a religious war. But yeah, that has to be considered. And it could be also politically too. You know, very uh, political. You could have someone that is leaning to the left and yeah. one who's <clears throat> leaning to the right, more conservative. And yeah. And, I mean, that could be very dangerous. You have to read the news. It's going on all the time now. Mm -hmm. Families are dividing and mm -hmm. all that. In fact, when Trump became president, it caused a tremendous amount of division in families in America. That's right. Wars I remember broke uh, out. for Thanksgiving dinners, there yeah. would be arguments. Yes, having Thanksgiving, and, and they want to discuss the argument. Unequally yoked together. Right. If you go through that on, in Corinthians, he talks about what fellowship, what communion, what light. It wasn't just born again. You have to look at the word communion, what common union do mm -hmm. we have and what light are we walking in what uh i forget there's about five or six things mm -hmm. there that i've listed all i saw him list off that was more than just unequally yoked together mm. what do you and i have in common well we're born again spirit filled we've both been told to do something mm -hmm. to send the message send the word well that's our union mm -hmm. now we're in unity we have mm -hmm. no problem with it uh and you know how to do it i don't mm -hmm. that's easy you like health food i like donuts so yeah see. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think we yoked together there. 
So, but those those things really do matter. So, yeah, you're right. Isaac didn't know this. He wasn't uh, oh, he didn't room know. for this. Now, I experienced that with uh, Crystal and went to South Africa. I'm on the plane. I've told a story. But I'm mm-hmm. going to shorten it. Mm-hmm. I'm on, and he said, I have something here for you, and I have something here for me. I had no idea it was going to be a woman. Mm-hmm. I didn't have – because Glory had just died. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in – Probably uh, less than two weeks that she had died, and I went to South Africa, and I'm on that front row, and the moment I saw this woman, I felt I heard him say, just clearly, this is the woman I've chosen for you. You will marry her before, and I want you to marry her before you leave here. Mm-hmm. I started begging, mm-hmm. please don't do this. Please, please don't do this. Right. But what happened was he knew better for me, and I had to repent. Mm-hmm. And the last word he said to me, and I said, why did you not tell me? Why did you not... Prepare me for this. I'm Isaac. I didn't know this. Mm -hmm. And his word was, I didn't think I'd have to do this at this time in our relationship. Mm. That's what broke me. Yeah. That statement broke me terribly. Yeah. It, it, uh, I denied my sonship. Yeah. I don't trust you. Uh, I wouldn't have chosen her. And see, Crystal, uh, in the natural, that bothered her Mm. that I wouldn't choose her. Right. And I was, uh, 49 and she was 31. Mm -hmm. That was a problem with me. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have chosen her. But now he did. Now I wish I'd went younger. But right. nonetheless, no. <laughs> I told Crystal, I said, Crystal, when I die, I, I'm going to get a teenager next time. And she just laughs and said, no, no, what you're going to get, you'll probably marry two women. Want them to give you the meds in and push you around in your wheelchair. That ain't going to happen, I told her. But we had some fun with it. But mm-hmm. uh, the, the issue is I wasn't uh, groomed. Right. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready. I had no idea I'm going to South Africa and meet a woman. I had no idea. And... Isaac, it says that he was he was looking afar off and yeah. saw them coming. Yeah, and he asked, "Who who is that?" Yeah, who is that? Oh, that's your wife. Yeah, really. And who did this? See that. See, here's the thing you have to understand about Jewish culture. Mm-hmm. In some of that Jewish culture, it's an arranged marriage. Yeah. Now let's take that out of the natural and put it over in the spiritual. It's go. an arranged marriage. Right. My heavenly Father knows exactly the type of person. Listen to what he said right. on the plane. Now I had met Crystal. Now you've known her. Now you've met. Mm-hmm. Here now evaluate it through that statement. Mm-hmm. I have something here for you. Mm-hmm. For you. It's not for me, Randy. This is exact. You're gonna like this. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm laying up in bed. We have been <clears throat> married. I'd say she's in the kitchen doing something. We've been married. Man, I'm talking about less than a week or two. And the word, I, I'm, I'm, what have I done? What have I done? Whoa. I'm, oh, my God, I don't even know who this is. And a word of the Lord came to me, and here, listen to this. You're going to love loving her. Hmm. If I was a country man and played the guitar, I'd have had a song out of that one. <laughs> You're going to love loving you, you, her. You, you, you were, you were, it sounded like what you were um Saying is you were having some kind of a buyer's remorse. I went right back to the natural man. Okay. This is stupid. This is crazy. I don't even know her. Jesus, what if it doesn't work? What if you what if you were wrong, God? Wow. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. true. That's yeah. what you're thinking. What how, what if you're wrong? Mm-hmm. And then he said, You're gonna love. I'm sitting here in doubt. Mm-hmm. Now listen to how you handled me. It's amazing. Oh Jesus, what in the world have I done? And he goes immediately, Oh, you're gonna love loving her. And I'm telling you what. Mm. I love loving this woman. She is just the ideal, perfect individual for me. 
I grew up not being held, right? Not being loved, not being kissed, and and Crystal is just all over me everywhere we go. Loves, adores me, physical, physically holding, mm-hmm. touching, handling. Mm-hmm. Can't get, I can't get out of bed in the morning, darling, honey, so, sweetheart. So it was intentional. Yes, the kingdom of God is yes. intentional. He actually healed me. Mm healed me mm-hmm. uh, through Crystal, and he did, mm-hmm. through the love and affection. She's very amorous. She's very sensually amorous. She's very sexually amorous. She's very emotionally amorous. And I'm not talking about uh, perverted cur- I'm just talking about very mm-hmm. physical because she, mm-hmm. she has feelings, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's activated and lived through that temperament. Mm-hmm. She's red-hot temperament all the time with me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I said, and here's what I love about her. I said, I said something to her. I said, we're uh, having the conversation this morning, and I said, Chris, I need to talk to you about something that's a, oh, it's a little bit uh, difficult for me. Something I'd really like to bring up right before we go into it, because we're evaluating: Are we ready for this marriage seminar? Do mm-hmm. we have any odd, any offenses? Mm-hmm. We really didn't. But I said, I think there's something we might be able to perfect if you would like to listen. Oh, I would love to. What's what's happening? I said, well, it's something that has uh, actually causes me a little bit of hurt and pain. Uh, as much as you love and desire me, and how I mean, I've never met anybody. That I'm 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 thankful, but I said I uh, uh, about uh, four or five years ago there was a little change in you, and I said I, now that you're no longer in your thirties, you're in your fifties. I took as well that you know your jets have cooled a little bit. And I just took that for granted, and I said, but that's not true. That's how I started thinking. I just want to know what's the deal. So I shared it with her, and she never said a word. She doesn't. I love that about her. She'll just listen to me. And then I, I get through. I said, I'm not expecting you to say that. I just wanted to share my heart with you. <clears throat> Nothing for you to say. Don't you to defend yourself or deny or justify or explain. And <clears throat> It's not important. Just listen. And that, now that's, I, I didn't tell her that today. That was years ago. And that's, so when she wants to talk about a problem, I have to listen. Mm-hmm. And I can't say anything. Mm-hmm. And when she wants, I'm going to talk, she can't say anything. So that's mm-hmm. how we do it to stop all that war. Start, and yeah. there is no war. Mm-hmm. And I said, now you have to think about idea. this. And then she'll say this. When she talks to me, said, now you'll need to think about this. Mm-hmm. And what we do is, we'll, it's based upon the premise of, Crystal, this is what I believe. This has nothing to do with what you believe. This is how I feel. This has nothing to do with how you feel. Are you willing to listen to how I feel and what I believe about this? And that changes everything. Mm. And because then the the, the wars are, that's not how I feel. Mm -hmm. So I'm the one hurting and Mm -hmm. you don't really care. Right. See, and that's how it always goes. I see, yeah. But I said, no, we can't do this. So we have that constitutional law. We have that law of God. Mm -hmm. And the law of God is that from the Greek word, when Christ said, take heed what you hear and take heed how you hear it, he's using the word to listen under. That's the Greek says, to listen under that mm-hmm. individual. Don't, don't talk over them, listen under them. So the constitutional law of the natural man is to talk over and win the battle. But the constitutional law of the culture of the kingdom is to listen under and be able to feel the... Uh, He's easily touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He he's he understands how to to have compassion on how we feel, mm. and he so that's what he does. That's our master. So now I get up. No war. Just get up. I walk out. I'm going out in the backyard. I'm not going to the gym today. I'm too massive already. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I'm out in the backyard, and she comes out and says, "Darling, 
I love that about her and her mother. They call me darling. Mm-hmm. And it always sounds like a Zsa Zsa Gabor. She, she, <laughs> she has that. She has that very darling. Mm-hmm. That's how she's darling. <laughs> There's no R in it. D A W L E N darling. And she's darling. I'm very sorry. I'd like to repent and apologize to you. And she's hugging me while she's doing it. And I want you know I will work on this immediately. Now she's sincere. She's real. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is to me, uh, is the Rebecca. Yeah. Now, if I'd had a Jezebel or a Delilah or a Vashti, you wow. wouldn't get that from either one of the three. No. These are your three primary women with the human nature. Mm-hmm. The female human nature uh, either has a Vashti, a Delilah, or a Jezebel spirit. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. If I may say this, you're looking at a very weak male called Biden. Behind him was two primary Jezebels mm-hmm. that dominate him. And the scripture says that, the, and the women, and, and, and oh, my people. Now, by the way, if you look at the word people there, it's always speaking to man. First of all, you even look at the Hebrew because it said children mm-hmm. and women. Right. Well, what's left <clears throat> other than men? Yeah, just right. men. Yeah. But it says men from a certain nationality. Oh, my people, mine mm-hmm. is from mm-hmm. my my sons mm-hmm. who I have raised to be leaders mm-hmm. or being dominated by women. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So you have two dominating women behind him telling him how to live the earth, lead the earth. So you, if you do that now by principle, a Jezebel is a dominating female who's married to Ahab, who is a passive male. And what you have is you have a passive male mm-hmm. with a dominant female leading our nation. Mm. And this is, I, I taught this at the church in Marshall. We have seven primary witches ruling uh, the Democratic Party right now from the White House. Seven mm. witches doing that. And the body, body of Christ not even aware of it. The world doesn't, even, doesn't know a thing about it. But that's what's ruling our nation right now. It's seven primary females dominating the males, and they're just puppy dogs and letting them do what they want to do. Yeah, the, there was this... Um there was this onslaught on males that happened a couple of years ago. Is that this whole um, toxicity, masculine toxicity, to- ma- max, mas- masculine toxicity? But I was talking about the the Me Too movement, uh, which they just yeah they you know it was yeah. it kept on going and going to yeah. where men didn't realize they didn't they were very um, cautious with everything anything they did, and so. It, it has backfired to where men aren't pursuing women anymore. That's and it. afraid like, to. You get sued, thrown yeah, in jail. Yeah. So women are like, <clears throat> like um, wondering where where are all the men? Yeah. And yeah. they're like, no, no, no. You created this world. Right. Exactly. I was at Lowe's yesterday, and uh, this young lady was checking me out. Uh, I don't mean physically. I mean at the mm-hmm. counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, she was a real pretty black lady. Mm-hmm. She's probably thirty, thirty-five. And uh, I, uh, I walked up to check it out, and she had this uh, perfume or something. And I said, ma'am, I want you to know something, first of all. I'm really happily married. I'm deeply <laughs> in love with my wife, but you smell pretty. And she just started laughing. I am so sorry you have to go that route. I said, it's the way we are today. Yeah. It is. I'm so sorry. Mm. I, I, she said, you should just been able to say that I look pretty or I mm. smell pretty. Mm-hmm. I said, I used to do that. I said, yeah. younger man, we always did. Ma'am, you would look very pretty. Mm. And, <clears throat> but you don't. And I said, that's not a come on. I'm not trying yeah. to get a date with her. I'm not trying right. to get her in bed. Right. It's just a, she's a pretty woman. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to 
qualify the statement because yeah. yeah. I live in that cancel culture right. nature now. Right. If I she she could have sued me for sexual harassment. Right. Oh, I got to tell you about this. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> we went to a restaurant in Tyler. There was about six or eight couples. And uh, this was only a few months ago. And Joe, this is bizarre. Bizarre. <clears throat> and so uh, what I like to do, I like to go to people that uh, are sitting by themselves. Mm -hmm. And I like to be able to say something to them if they're feeling alone. Because a lot of people by themselves for a number of bad reasons. And uh, I don't mean them being bad. Right. Just the, lot, tough times. Mm -hmm. wife dies mm -hmm. lost the mm -hmm. wife uh, she's in adultery or the children on drugs and or and it could be the woman and here's this little black lady sitting there and i'm having dinner by that and i walked up and i said ma'am it's a lonely life when you're living on top isn't it <laughs> i don't talk to strangers i said very sorry ma'am meant, meant no offense but and i tapped her on the shoulders don't be touching me well the next thing i know the policeman at my door Wow. Yeah. I get a phone call. The police are looking for me. <clears throat> wow. And what I found out, this is going on in America. Now, listen, someone has said, well, you're racist. I'm not racist. I just tell the truth. I don't have any, I don't care what color you are. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't bother me. But the issue was, it's happening. Then I found out that in America now, black women are suing the white males because they are, what's the term? The white male has a. Uh, Oh, I forget that. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You're privilege. Talking, privilege. White privilege. White privilege. Yeah. And so she's going to sue me, Takes me going to take me to court for sexual harassment. <laughs> and, I, and I was so thankful to God that I had some, uh, I took got my wife busy doing a little PR for me, mm -hmm. found out there's a video, and the video shows what I've done, and I tapped her. Sorry, ma'am. And I went on my way. Well, she called that sexual harassment that I put my hands on her, falling her breast. Uh -huh. And I'm thinking, <laughs> but anyway, so what happened was now she's uh, the call the police in. And my wife is told, uh, said there was a uh, recording. You mm -hmm. can get that. And then she went to the restaurant owner and going to sue him because that that was a conspiracy for me as a white man to uh, violate her sexually while she's alone in the restaurant. Wow. So now she's going to sue me and going to sue the restaurant owner because of my white privilege. She obviously doesn't know where I was born from. <laughs> there wasn't much white privilege where I came from. But the emphasis was is that now I found out that is one of the things that's going on in America now with black females. They're going after the white privileged male mm. trying to get money off of them through a lawsuit if wow. you even speak to them. Wow. So this now you know why I was reluctant yesterday at Lowe's. Right. I had to, prof I had to Yeah, I had to say something to the because she's a black man. I thought, boy. I, I look like you ain't gonna get. If you sue me, you're gonna get some plants. And that's all you're gonna get from me. But the emphasis is that that's what we're talking about on this Ishmael, mm -hmm. the flesh. Yeah. This is all having to do with flesh, nothing to do with Christ. Right. And so now, here's the beautiful thing: Gloria Lee was willing to leave working with Kenneth Copeland, mm -hmm. willing to leave Arlington and go with me to a little mobile home in Arkansas till I got on my feet, mm. got going. I paid one hundred and thirty-seven dollars and forty-two cents a month for living in this little mobile home, and I didn't have a vehicle. She had one, but Rebecca was willing to go. 
Mm. Now when I meet Crystal, mm-hmm. now I'm over there and I don't have a vehicle. Now I do at home. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I have a, I had two vehicles and a nice home and then Glory Lee dies, but it's already been, crisis provided. I meet Crystal, and when I met Crystal, I go out the first night. The first night we went out, we went to first day, and we went to lunch, and that night we're going to have uh, go out for dinner. So we had lunch together, and that night at dinner, that was after the meeting. We're sitting there around two or three o'clock in a, at night in a in a uh, twenty four hour restaurant having coffee. And I said, Crystal, I just looked at here's what I, now we're talking about one day. Mm-hmm. I said, Crystal, if it was God's will, would you marry me? And she said, Well, yes, it is His will, and yes, I will. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even know each other. Now, that's Isaac Rebecca. We knew it. We both knew it. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the brief story was, I'm sitting there my first night of holding a camp meeting, and at, and before the meeting started, I'm sitting up, up front, and I saw her, and that's when he spoke, I, I've chosen her to be your wife, and you are to marry her before you leave here. I'm going to be there two weeks. Mm. Two weeks. Well, <clears throat> that was on a Tuesday. Wednesday night after the meeting, she goes home. We haven't talked. She goes home and said, Mom, I've met a man from Texas, and the Lord has told me he's going to marry me, mm. and he wants me to marry him. And, and Mom says, darling, that is great. <laughs> that's, how, that's all it was to it. And so he told both of us. So I'm now having coffee at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and I said, now, Crystal, we need to talk. Here's the here's here's my here's my principle. Here's the kingdom. What I do, mm-hmm. I accept God's choice for my life. I believe that He could do better for me than I can do for myself. So I said, but <clears throat> this is a different game. Here's what I'm called to do. Here's who I am. Here's what I do. I'm not leaving my family and going with you. You're going to leave yours and come with me. You need to make that decision before you really decide. I'm, I'm willing to do whatever I have to do. I, I believe God told me to go with you and marry you. So I said, you're going to leave your mom. You're going to leave your family. You're going to leave everybody, your brothers, all your brothers. She had one week left to, of, uh, of college to get a degree in, in uh, public relations. And so she brought that up. She said, won't need it. You'll never use it. <laughs> really? No, no, you won't use that. You, not the way, you're going to have public relations, but mm-hmm. not the way that you've learned it in college. Right. This is kingdom mentality. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm not sure what that is. I'll explain it to you on the plane going home. <laughs> so we, and I said, are you willing to do that? Leave all. Come follow me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, we're on the airplane. <clears throat> we're going to the United States. And it dawned on her. She had, I don't even know who I am. Mm-hmm. Has no idea. Nothing. And she starts thinking, what if he's violent? Yeah. <laughs> what if he's aggressive? Right. And all that. And she turns to me and says, Randy, have you ever hit a woman? Oh, well, and I knocked Gloria Lee's teeth, tooth out one time. <laughs> Other than that, no. I was kidding. And she's paranoid. I didn't know. She starts bawling. Hey, hey, hey. I've never hit a woman. I've never touched a woman. And she just bawling. Think, oh, my God, you're going to knock my teeth out. He's going to get mad and knock my teeth out. <laughs> but it is true. It's that Isaac Rebecca. Yeah. Now, you have to really live by faith. Yeah, you do. You can't do this in the natural. The natural man is going to counter that type of mentality. So I'm going to trust somebody else to choose mm. my mate for me. But here's the promise: if it isn't an Ishmael, that's going to be very much bondage. If it does, mm-hmm. but if it's an Isaac, a son of promise, it was a it was a free woman. Mm-hmm. Randy, you're going to be liberated. 
This marriage is going to be liberty. It's going to liberate. It's going to bring mm-hmm. victory. It's going to cause you to be freed. All the years mm-hmm. if you've had bondage, conflict, difficulties, I've I have chosen this woman uh, by by uh, uh, that will deliver freedom and liberty to you. She set me free. I mean, she set me free from my mom's rejection, my mom's hatred toward me, never bonded with my mother. And this woman gave me all the love and more love than I've ever knew what to do with. She's, to this day, we've been married now 23 years. She's deeply enamored by me. She still thinks I'm the best thing that ever happened. That's after 23 years. And we haven't lost that emotional love. And uh, <clears throat> so that's that's God doing that. I mean, that's, that, that's uh, finding the exact right person yep. for your life, and that's what we're talking about with um, uh, offering up your your who you're going to marry, offering it up to God. And, yeah. And so, um, but I can I I mean I I know that it's it's so it's so alien for most people to think this. Yeah. It, because it, it's it's never been it's never been really talked about openly it's always been well you know you, you, like your, your dad said well when you, it's time for you to get married you can go to church and find yeah, a, yeah, a, a nice girl and yeah, marry her yeah yeah and but in in today's age the way it is um it's it's really a different world and i'm grateful i don't I'm, have to do this i know <clears throat> i i hope that people will be listening and uh you know really readjust their thinking and have the trust in God, you know, that there is, he's still active in, in, in our lives, and he could still uh, bring the right person. i tell you where, the, the, where we fail, and I believe this will be very vital. The injection in this conversation right now needs to, be, needs to be done about the pragmatic God. When he said, I have something here for you, that's a pragmatic statement. This is about Randy, not the spirit man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not marrying an angel. Mm-hmm. I'm not marrying the devil. I'm just talking about this mm-hmm. is for Randy. Mm-hmm. You know, God said, mm-hmm. I've created her for uh, Adam. He said, I created her for you. I'm going to create for you a help me. It's going to be for mm-hmm. you, Adam. This is what you need. You need this. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened in the psychological of God and in the, in the, in the mindset, well, you use a scriptural term so I don't have any conflict with anybody. Uh, the mind of Christ. Put, have on, put on the mind of Christ, having the mind of Christ. In the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ is a pragmatic mentality. It's a rational, reasonable God. Let us reason together. Mm-hmm. We think God is a spirit without a brain. He doesn't, but he's, got, he's intellectual, he's rational, he has the ability to comprehend and understand things instinctively and naturally, obviously, mm-hmm. but he's a thinker. And when he says, I have something here for you, and that means I'm going to take your world. Now, listen to this. You've had, you grew up in bondage, Randy. You, you grew up being rejected, unloved, and unwanted. I've chosen a woman for mm-hmm. you that will counter all of that and liberate you. Mm-hmm. The, the, the son of promise. This promise is the, this, this Isaac, this chosen of God, born of the Spirit. So what you're having is you have Ishmael is that anything, no matter what. It could be a car. It could be a woman. It could be a husband. Whatever. Born of the natural flesh. But that Isaac is that which is born of the Spirit of God himself. So it goes to a place of birthing. Now, what we do in the, in, in the Isaac principle, it's a birthing moment. In the Ishmael, it is evolution. It evolves three, four, six, eight, ten nights of dinners, Friday night dinners, mm-hmm. flowers, dating. Next thing you know, you get a hotel, you're mm-hmm. screwing one another, and you're calling it love and all that because it evolved. 
But in God, it doesn't evolve. It it's has a it's birthed, uh -huh. and at that moment, it's birthed. God birthed it. Uh -huh. Now it depends on what you want to do with it. Uh -huh. Now I would like to say because I told I've told Crystal this. When I said I didn't want to do this again, she thought that was her. And though she wasn't pretty, she wasn't attractive. Mm -hmm. She was extremely beautiful to me. I was immediately attracted to her anyway. Uh, but but that, I'm talking about after that. I, wouldn't, I didn't know her before that. Mm -hmm. But after I thought, ooh, that's a good-looking woman. So I, the, my natural man, my flesh, now kicks in and says, that is a beautiful woman. She's really pretty. So, no, it wasn't her. It wasn't anything to do with her, the way she looked or all that. Uh, it was the fact I didn't want to go through this suke realm again. Right. Right. It's a world. It's a journey. But yes, the fact of it is, as we're talking again, is that you, it's a, it's. I would not know of anything, uh, Joe, in in life that's more vital than the mate. Right. The, not the one that you choose, right. but the one that's chosen for you. Right. If you could live your life by faith toward God, and trust Him with your future. You will not have a marriage that brings you into bondage. And I could take time right now and take that word and marriage most that word bondage and tell you all the ramifications that you will suffer with that you don't need to do that. If you'll trust God, he'll send his servant, the Holy Spirit, who already chose a husband for you or a wife for you, and it'll be you will love loving them. And I'm telling you, it's a joy when it's born of the Spirit of God. Liberty, freedom. Yes. Absolutely liberty. And in, here's the other thing. Here's the dynamics. I've experienced this with Gloria. I've experienced it with Crystal where it didn't go well. Things were not going well. And, and I'm not, we're not doing good in our marriage. We think it might be over. But he is born of God. Mm -hmm. He will divinely intervene and right. save that marriage mm -hmm. when you would take it to the divorce courts. Right. And he, he's done it twice, once with me with Crystal, once with me with Glory, and I had to repent. And here's what I always do to maintain value. I've sat down with Crystal. I said, Crystal, the value and the premium that we have in one another was born of God. The very fact that God chose you for me I must honor and respect that tremendously. This was not no small thing that found mm -hmm. you in a nightclub, mm -hmm. cheap, used up. Mm -hmm. And then I said, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. If God told you to marry me, he chose me for you, I have a certain value and premium that no other man can give you. Mm -hmm. You have a certain value and premium that nobody can give me. We must retain the high value of the fact that we were chosen by God Almighty. And... Uh, earlier on, we were talking about that that two year period where that emotion, emotional that, that, love, that that has a momentum that has that can go about two years, then it starts kind of yeah. fading out. So, in that period of time, there has to be um, a maturity that grows up in the marriage, so that the that one. I think I have a strong foundation in my marriage. I know you know that God spoke to me, yes, and and, and, and chose. Who I married, and she knows the same thing. We both have the same testimonials, independent, very that, similar. Maintains that value and premium. It does, and and you're <clears throat> right when you realize when when you get to a place where you're thinking, well, maybe, maybe it's not going to make it. Maybe yeah. it's not going to yeah. go on. <clears throat> yeah. But but you have this awareness, this foundation, this 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 moment in time, this this um, this uh, you know they used to put they used to stack stones. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, men of God in, in the Old Testament, and it was to remind them yeah. of something that was eventful that God did in their lives. So I have that. 
I have a moment that I can go back to. Yeah. And no, he didn't change. Yeah. You know, I've messed up. You know, our, our relationship, you know, it goes up and down like this. But there's there's no, I don't have the right to make that kind of decision because he's already picked the best person for me. And so I think. Um, and, it, and even if it got to that degree, he would divinely intervene to save his own word. And he has See, many times. Sure. And he will. And, and, and if you got an Ishmael. You don't have nobody intervening, right? But right. with with God, now here's here's my mm-hmm. here's the law mm-hmm. of my marriage. If it's born of God, if it's born of God, now listen to this scripture: whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Yep. It didn't say whosoever. That marriage, mm-hmm. that's a whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It was born of God. Mm-hmm. It will overcome all worldly problems that you will have, mm-hmm. not based upon she and I getting along, but based upon him watching over his own word to execute it. Wow. He said that. Now, what I'm able to say to God sometimes, I don't want anyone to be offended by this. I don't think God's even anywhere near offended by it. But I say to him, and I'd say to a natural man, hey, you gave me your word. Mm-hmm. You gave me your word. Right. Can I depend on it or not? Yeah. And you know, in the days of my dad, that was bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, their integrity was they gave them. But I can make, I'm able to say, Jesus, you gave me this. And I've said this when, I, when I'm when i angry at Crystal mm-hmm. or I don't want to be married to her. I think uh, I don't need this anymore and all that human fleshly stuff. And I've said, but you gave me your word. Mm-hmm. You gave me your word. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh. This marriage will overcome this situation, mm. and we do every time. Mm. Not in natural counseling of right. a professional psychologist, right. but because of his divine intervention. And what he always brings, he humbles one or the other. One of them has to be humbled by God. And we know all, and herein uh, lies all the truth on divorce. Now we're talking about Christian marriages. Mm-hmm. Every Christian marriage divorce based upon one simple element, selfishness. That's right. Somebody got in the flesh and stayed there, and it destroyed everything that God was trying to do. So I can divorce Crystal. She can divorce me. All I got to do is get in the flesh while she's in the spirit, or she gets in the flesh while I'm in the spirit. And uh, doesn't work. It'll, it'll wind up a mess. But all all divorce is based upon selfishness. Uh, that's all it is. Just selfishness. Somebody got selfish in that marriage. That's good. That's really good. I think I think uh, there's a lot to think about there. And so, what I, I what I'm thinking about is you're going to do a, a marriage seminar coming up in a week. Yeah, and well, so maybe after that we can we can do a a, a conversation. Oh yeah, and yeah. unpack that. Yeah, so we share a lot of oh, that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, because this is going to be doing it. I've been doing these marriage seminars for years, mm-hmm. but even again today, I'm praying Jesus uh, breathe fresh and new, bring the revelation. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close, but I want I want to visit one more thing. Yeah, I was talking to my wife about this a couple of days ago. And it was a. It, it, I don't have a, a perfect memory of what happened, but the first time that we conducted a marriage seminar, full blown marriage seminar there in the big, the big, uh, big rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can still see the the artwork. Yeah. Okay, so this was the very first time that I was aware of that Jezebel was addressed. Yes. Yes. And it didn't go the way that I thought that it would go. Right. It was like she was not ready. No. 
she was not ready to bow, to bend, or to give up her position no, of power. Not at all. It's a it's a it's a very uh, formidable force, even in our culture in our day today, even in our society. That spirit of Jezebel is strong, and, major, and it's it's not it's not only it's in your face now. I mean, you can't pick this up and, and look at uh, what's going on on social media and not go, whoa. Dominating women mm-hmm. are by the millions now. Mm-hmm. Jezebel is unleashed in this nation. It's been ported in by the White House. Mm. Go back and look at some of the president's wives that were real feminine women. Mm-hmm. I mean, real women who knew the, where they what they were called of God to do and to be, mm-hmm. and uh, the quiet behind the scene, but making things happen right. without dominating. Right. And uh, see, I've told Crystal, I said, now, Crystal, uh, there's two primary factors to this marriage, administration and management. And uh, I'm in administration, you're involved in management. But I don't want you managing me and micromanaging me in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want you micromanaging my personality. And I will tell her, Crystal, stop right there. You're managing me. I don't need that. That's, how, that's what you would do. That's how you think. That's who you are, not who I am. And uh, that just happened today. What was it she brought up? And when she did, she was quick to say, sorry, I see it. And she was, but she was something that, yeah. uh, about, oh, hanging some lights or something. No, I'm not going to hang the lights. I, that's not who I am. You, I'll, I'll put them up for you. But uh, she, she wanted me to like them. I don't like them already. So, <laughs> but it, it's a matter, you, 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 you micromanage uh, people's lives yeah. so that you can be comfortable. I mean, we talked about that conformity to comfortability. Right. Right. And that's what happens in micromanagement. But we have, you're right, man, the, the ladies today. I did one uh, years ago uh, on the three ladies, three women of Cosmos. And I dealt with each one of those the, the Jezebel, mm-hmm. the Delilah, the Vashti, mm-hmm. the three ways these women manifest in women today. In fact, uh, from that from that message, I think there's a booklet that was produced from it. Yeah, so sure was. That, that's probably available. Uh, I think called The Genesis Woman. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a booklet. Uh, uh, and um, if you're interested in some of the materials that uh, we've been talking about, they're in booklet form. They're also in, um, some of them are in video, and some of them are in audio. And so you can find out more about it at uh, kingdomenterprise.org, uh, the website. And on there, there's a, there's, a, there's a place where you can order the books or even watch some of those uh, videos you produced. Yeah, on the river. On the river. Yeah. So that's like in your element, talking about the kingdom of God, going down all the different things, the different understandings about the kingdom of God, and just sharing them. Yeah. Were they like... Short videos, or what was the length? Yeah, 20 to 25 minutes. Okay, topic, topic, topic. I hit it. Oh, gosh. I did 90 of them uh, (laughs) uh, in two months. That's a lot of work. Oh, buddy. And I, and of course, I downloaded it all, you know, and had to put it through Adobe Premiere and edit it all. I was by myself for Mm -hmm. two months on that river. And uh, then I went to the Buffalo River and we did another hundred on that one. And so we've done almost 200 uh, different teachings on the river, and these up in mountains and caves and mm-hmm. waterfalls and beautiful places that uh, I'd get out in the river and stuff and kayaks, canoes, mm-hmm. and we'd do a lot of teaching. But, uh, man, I have to admit, that that is my joy. Yeah. I thought the other day that I know that we have, you know, we work here with this little studio, but I thought, I told you, if I could get Joe on that river. You always wanted to go to the river. I want to go that with you. <laughs> I want to go that with you with the cameras, and you do what you do. Right, right. <laughs> and and you, we manage this. this yeah. You, you oh, yeah, it. definitely. And I, I thought, man, even if we could do it for two weeks, we oh, could yeah. turn out. In two weeks, I'd do about five teachings Over a day. Over cattle? 
Cattle? Oh, it doesn't matter. Cattle or buffalo. doesn't really matter. Those two I'm familiar well, with well, now. Well, if we go to cattle, I got a fifth wheel. Is that permitted? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, you know, that's true. You could come right back in that mm-hmm. and download it all mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that'd be perfect because there's, there's a place, there's a uh, five-hour float Mm. Uh, from Caddo, where we have that land, all the way down to Glenwood. Wow. And okay. it's got a beautiful. Five hours. Wow. Five hours. And in five hours, I could do, oh, oh, let's see, my goodness, uh, probably about 10 to 15 yeah. teachings yeah. in one day. Yeah, that'd so, be great. <clears throat> yeah. That'd be great. Well, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll. Uh, pray about that. Urim and Tumim. Yes. That's right. I don't want to be out there, you know, yeah. swimming for my life. I do not want to be anywhere without God. That's right. That's right. But he said, my presence will go with you. Yes. I'll give you rest. Yes. Okay, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. We're going to do some more. And we have, I still have a lot of subjects that I want to cover, but we're going to call it a day for this one. Enjoyed it. We'll catch you guys later. And. Fade.